You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Genesis chapter 40. The Bible says, verse 1, And it came to pass, after these things, that the butler of the king of Egypt and his baker had offended their lord, king of Egypt, and Pharaoh was wrong with them, and he put them in prison. And then, verse 5, And they dreamed, they dreamed, both of them, each man, his dream, one night, each man according to the interpretation of his dream. The butler and the baker of the king of Egypt, which were bound in prison. Next verse, verse 6. And Joseph came in unto them and he said, Good morning. I look upon them. And then, uh, verse 7. And he asked Pharaoh's officer that were with him in the world, saying, Why are you looking so sad? Verse 8. And they said, We have we dreamed a dream, and there is no interpreter. Underline that word. And Joseph said unto them, Do not interpretations belong to God, tell me them, I prayed you. And the chief butler told him his dream and Joseph said, and to Joseph, and he said, in my dream, behold, a vine was before me, and so on, verse 11. And Pharaoh's call was in my heart, verse 12. And Joseph said unto him, this is the interpretation of it. For time, I will stop here. Remember, they said we have dreamt there is no interpreter. Mm. Firstly, it's good to understand. I will use the word dream and vision interchangeably. The Bible says in Proverbs 29 verse 18, where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there is no vision, the people perish. Some other traditions say, where there's no vision, the people live an inferior life. The most important thing to man is not money. The most important thing to man is not actually what they call success. Vision. Everyone, wherever you are right now listening to me, and I welcome the online audience as well. All of us are not on the same plane in life. You are not at the same stage. You are at different stages. But there's no man on earth that does not have a window through which you can peep into the future. And it is called vision. God's way of showing you that there is more to your life than your present states is what we call vision. And the good thing about vision is very similar to the cloud. Wherever you are, Afghanistan, Nigeria, America, when you look up, you are bound to see the cloud. Everybody has the advantage, the opportunity, the privilege of seeing the sky when you look up. Regardless of wherever you are under the face, under, on, on the face of the earth. The same way, everybody has a window. Now, some visions are purely something, of, something that we can call a man-made vision. Some are spiritual vision. But they all guide a man in his journey in this world. There is no way to effectively answer one of the greatest questions confronting human beings. The major question before many people, there are five of them, 
But one is about the most important because but they all intertwine somehow. One leads to another. Why am I here? It's a question that many people are seeking an answer to. And anytime you see Jesus in glory, many times when an angel appears to you, or many times when you have an encounter with the Holy Spirit, one of the things that the Spirit of God begins to do is to explain to you the purpose of your life. Because God does nothing without purpose. There is nobody standing here. Hey. That's what I'm saying. The kingdom of God is like a net. I think I mentioned that briefly last week. Your role somehow affects someone. What you do or what you don't do will affect somebody else. God has made life to be like a web, like a net. That no individual can isolate himself and play life by himself. No. I was talking to my brother uh, a while ago and he said that, sincerely speaking, he was talking to Ross, he was, was just gisting as pastors. My brother is also a pastor and he was like, no pastor can actually say, when you say that somebody is your mentor, somebody is your spiritual father, fine. But in the real sense of it, no man can take glory alone for your Christian life. Because you are a product of the input of many people. Some might have made more impact than others. But it cannot be one person. Whether you like it or not. If you grew up in Anglican, in Catholic, in Baptist, and your parents taught you at all anything about how to pray, that's an input. Probably if they did not teach you and were not born in a Christian home, you might not, might not even be born again. I get what I'm saying. The books you have read by yourself. Somehow. So this is why, when we built that video, Rachel was saying something. She said, she was South African, she prayed for a lady. And then, she had been trusting God for the fruit of her for years. She was just like, she was really watching that she prayed for her. And when she began praying, then the girl, the lady called, two months after, she had taken it. And she wanted to rejoice, and God said, no. It's not only your prayer. You are not the first person to pray for her. Everyone who has prayed for her, including her parents, they've been moving her gradually. You might just be fortunate to put the final inputs that brings about the breakthrough, and then you feel like when they came to our church, your church, is it the first church they'll be attending? Are you getting what I'm saying? You know why? So that no man can boast before God. That's why the Bible says that a man can receive nothing. Glory to God. Part of the inputs, house made, inputted some into some people, some things. Even though you hated the maid. <laughs> but what I want to say this morning, let's dive to it, visions and interpretation. It will take us some weeks. It's not like we have a guest minister next week. Uh, but well, I'm, I'm yet not, not fully sure yet. But... Uh, it's a doctor by profession and he oversees about 70 churches in Europe and it's a redeemed pastor and he, it's, uh, it's a wonderful man. So, but then, I'm not sure yet. I, I just want to start this way. Of course, we will just go a little into it today. Visions and interpretations. One of the things I wanted to pay attention to, what that guy said to Joseph, because I started with the fact that everybody has a window, you remember? Through which God enables you to see the future from wherever you are. But this is what I also want to say. We'll talk a lot about vision, but also 
vision by itself is not the real answer. But what those people talked about, interpretation. When you read the rest of this story, you will discover one was beheaded. The other one was restored. But the Bible says every man according to his dream and every man according to the interpretation of his dream. See, that interpretation is what answers the question, why all these things? And if it is not given to you, you will never be able to unravel the mysteries around your life. In Genesis 25, Rebecca was pregnant. And the Bible said that the babies were kicking. There was a struggling in her womb. And there are people listening to me this morning. Struggle at work in the family. She went to God and she asked a question, why am I like this? That's how King James put it. She said, why am I just? And God said that nothing happens for no reason. That why the struggle is that there is, there is something in you. There are two nations in you. In other words, God interpreted to her the meaning of her struggle. Every experience you've had in life has an interpretation. So those guys said, and in the wisdom of God, we will get to this another way because I am not just preaching this series. There's an anointing coming upon every member of this church. Because you are going to interpret the dreams of kings. In the plan of God, he will allow Pharaoh to dream. He will allow Nebuchadnezzar of this world to dream. They are the world rulers. But they will never be given the interpretation until a Joseph or a Daniel shows up. And there are many Josephs here. Lift up your hands and give God praise. Dreams of companies. Dreams of CEOs. Somehow God will always allow Pharaoh to dream. The dream about the future of Egypt was not given to Joseph. But the interpretation. The same thing, the dream about the future of the kingdoms of this world. It wasn't given to Daniel in chapter 2, but the interpretation. Listen to me, look at me everybody. Whether you like it or not. Especially because of the way the world is going. Great men are dreaming, but they don't know the meaning of their dream. For this cause, you have been called into this world. Hallelujah. One of the things I desire that God will happen to every, everybody, you will speak like Jesus. When this meeting ends, in some four or five, when we are through with this city, you'll be able to say, for this cause, I am in Lagos. For this cause, I'm in the office where I am. There's a reason. There's an agenda of heaven over your life. There's a reason. So, amazingly, Joseph just said to him, they, oh, they, they dream, they first thing we notice, they span of their dreams about the same time, time frame. Then Joseph spoke the same way. Then they both saw three in their dream. But he said to one, ah, interpretation is powerful. God bless you. I don't want to do like I'm say, man, I'll forget you there. <laughs> Amen. Please applaud them very well. This is about always standing when the guest minister is around. God bless you. It is very easy for you to stand, like I'm doing now, if you are the one preaching. Your attention is more what you are saying, so you don't know that you are standing. 
But you see, if someone is preaching and you are standing, eh, not very easy. God bless you. All of you that stood last Sunday, we will get you a gift. Everybody that stood last Sunday, see me after service. All of you that stood last Sunday. I will ask you what you want. But don't ask for something very costly. <laughs> Hallelujah. I just thought about the fact that they stood all through last week, so how they should be rewarded. They are wonderful people. It also shows that they are very healthy. Amen. I don't know whether I'll stand someone behind somebody preaching for one hour, 30 minutes. I'll be led by the Spirit to go and sit down. <laughs> Hallelujah. God bless you. You can have your seat. Are you, are you following me this morning? Oh, I know I won't go too deep because I have a few things to do also this morning. But are you getting what I'm saying? Every man. So one of them, I want to show you again. That's where I just want to start from. How powerful interpretation can be. So Joseph said to this one, Hey, I feel like saying this by the Spirit. This is a warning. Now, we are talking about vision literally as a Bible language. But I also want to bring it down to the mundane uh, definition. When people dream, be careful people that you talk to when you see something. They might put an interpretation on it that will stay with you. How many times when I was invested, did I see myself swimming in a pool of blood? I interpreted it to be that I'm surrounded by the blood of Jesus. Because of how I responded, death came, and it has come for me about four times, and left. Not because I even prayed specially, but because of how I interpreted what I saw. Whatever you see, will not become real until you label it. Africans who like to go from place to place and talk to a Bible pastor, I saw this, somebody might just tell you something and sentence you to a lifetime of bondage by the interpretation they've added to what you are seeing. Did you just get that? So, the two of them spoke to Joseph. Actually, the first one spoke for Joseph said, in three days you shall be restored. And the second one said, but they all saw three baskets. They saw three, three, the same thing. And the interpretation, in three days, this will happen to you. In three days, this will happen to you. I want to show you how powerful this thing can be. Judges chapter 7. Today, we are not entering the message. We are just doing foundation laying. Hallelujah. I see Pharaoh's of this world dreaming. Why does God do that? I don't know. He does not show, he doesn't show the Josephs of this world, the future of Egypt. He does not show the Daniels of this world, the future of Babylon. He shows Nebuchadnezzar, but he does not tell Nebuchadnezzar the interpretation. This is where saints have an advantage. Every CEO, every MD has a dream that they cannot interpret. Because Joseph answered those men and said that interpretation belongs to God. Hi. I'm going to read Daniel chapter 5 later because that is the anointing that is available in the month of March. And it will bring tremendous reward to many people here. Hallelujah. It will save you and guide you spiritually. In this month of March, many will walk in wealth. It's a product of wisdom because it will solve problems for people. Are you following me? Look at this. Then Jeruba, you know the story? I think I touched on it a bit two weeks ago. Gideon, that's his name. They call it Jeruba because he contended against Baal. 
His father was a very wise man. You know, some people, they fight for their God. When you insult their God or their prayer, whatever, they come and attack. Well, let your God fight for himself. I don't know why a mortal man should be fighting for God. When people have built pastors, I don't respond. Yeah, I know there are many scammers and a lot of things. The unfortunate thing is that people look at you also and they call you names. It doesn't matter. I, I don't, I mean, I, I saw a person I post something. Somebody posted a message and somebody was trying to say all oh, this scammer. It, it should not pay. You should not respond. It used to annoy me before. Because when you know you are sincere and you know how much you do for the gospel, you know how much you spend time praying for people. And you know in your heart how sincere you are. That you have not converted any man's silver or gold. And you are somewhere people are calling pastors thieves. And they are saying that it can be very painful. Because you learn to rest in Christ. Some of them just have to forgive them because they are talking from the experience they've had with somebody. It's unfortunate. But then, are you following me? Praise the Lord. Okay. So, when he, you know, I'm just a bit of the story. When the Lord told him to destroy the altar of Baal, and he did, and the people woke up in the morning, they said, who did this? And he said, Gideon. And the people came and said, we are going to kill you for destroying the altar of Baal. So they brought him to his father, who was a worshiper of Baal. They said, your son threw down the altar of Baal, he should be killed. A supernatural wizard just came upon the head of the man. Ah, he said, why do you want to kill him? Now your altar is here now. She be, nah, Baal's altar. He said, let Baal deal with him. And for the first time, they are heard. I'm sure they thought about it. Now, that was a divine unction from God because he wanted to protect Gideon. Let me tell you this. Answers, when it comes to silencing people with an answer, it's not so much about the accuracy of what to say. It is the power behind what you are saying. Are you with me? Have you ever thought about this before? When Joseph said to Pharaoh that uh, the meaning of the dream is that in many years, seven years, there will be famine. And they started rewarding immediately. If I was the one, I would say, okay, let's wait for seven years first. Because I don't know whether what you are saying is true or not true. When Daniel told the king of Babylon that this is the meaning, after you, another kingdom will arise. And then the king, the king ordered the that should give him reward without even waiting for the word to come to pass. That is one of the gifts that I trust God that everybody is receiving here. You say, what you say is not only true. But it has enough power to be accepted by the people you are saying them to. Shout a living amen. amen. You know, you can actually understand the way proposal will work. And you say it and it can be rejected. Yeah. One of the, uh, uh, someone that used to uh, write speech for George, uh, George Bush Sr. He said that actually, speech is not too much of what to say. He said it's more of likability. When people like you, they nod their head and receive what you are saying. A little effort plus people liking you will work perfectly. Much effort before those who are determined to pick something from what you are saying will not work. Many of you don't even know when you stand before people, if they don't like you, your points somehow, it will be difficult to get out some things. Crowd can pull from you or they can repel. It is true. Every preacher understands that. That was a just could not do any mighty work where he was. Bible says, except to live hands on few folks with minor ailment. That's what the Bible says. He asked the blind to see the blind, so he just prayed for someone coughing. <laughs> Hallelujah. And the Bible says, because of the unbelief, the unbelief was so thick in the atmosphere 
that the Bible says Jesus marveled. It shocked him also. Now, what kind of city is this? If you're always going around preaching, you'll miss such a city. The look on their faces will almost dry your face. But there's an answer to people like that. Anyway, but then, so, they call him, let's read verse, I'm actually going to verse 5, but let's start from 3. Verse 3. Please, verse 3, verse 3. Is the man there awake? Verse 3 of Judges 7. Uh-huh. Go proclaim in the ears of people. I want the verse where somebody dreamt. And Gideon gave the interpretation. I just remember that. Can somebody just tell me? Where he dreamt. Somebody dreamt and Gideon went near. Verse what? And when Gideon was come, behold, there was a man that told a dream unto his fellow and said, Behold, I dream a dream. I dreamed a dream and lo, a cake of barley, a cake of barley bread, tumbled into the host of the Midian and came unto a tent and smote it and it fell and overturned it and the tent lay long. Can you imagine? Next verse. And it was so when, and his fellow answered and said, This is nothing. <laughs> Except the son of Gideon, the son of Joash, the man of Israel. For unto his hand, God delivered media and, and all the hosts. This is awesome. These were the soldiers who came to fight Gideon. Gideon had only 300 men. And he was afraid. And he saw the host of Midianites. And the Lord said to him, if you read the whole story, you are still afraid, Gideon. He said, yes, Lord. He said, go in the night. Tiptoe. And go and stand by the tent and hear what they are saying. And when they go to the tent, one man had a dream. And he was telling his other guy, he said, I just dreamt too. I saw a cake of bread. It turned over the tent and the tent fell. And his partner said, ha ah. <laughs> They said, Gideon will finish all of us before daybreak. <laughs> These were two soldiers recruited by somebody to fight Gideon. The name of, the, the name of Gideon did not even appear in the dream. But the guy said that this is the meaning. All of us are so. He said, man of Israel has been ordained by God to deal ruthlessly with all of us. And when Gideon heard it, the Bible says he began to rejoice. Gideon did not rejoice about the dream, but about the interpretation. Daniel chapter 5, and I'll close here. I'm not even started. Hallelujah. Mm. No wonder Jesus said in Matthew 16, He said the Pharisees who can interpret the signs of the cloud, but you don't you cannot interpret the signs of the times. I believe God that by the time we are through, one of the questions everybody will be able to answer. Why am I here? That means why? Why you? What is the purpose of your life? The greatest question confronting black, white, Asians, and everybody. Who am I and what, what am I here for? What am I, what am I, what am I in this world for? It is in understanding this message, interpretations and visions, that you'll be able to understand. When interpretation comes, you understand why your journey has been the way it has been. Every journey and everything that has happened to you in life, they have happened for a reason. Hallelujah. And when God gives a vision to a man, he wants a man to have interpretation. So what is the reason for the vision? What is the vision to achieve? Daniel chapter 5. Let's read from verse 9. 
You'll know about the story when the finger wrote on the wall. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Remember I said something to you. Prosperity will not last when the purpose is not known. A person can use faith, can use seed principle, can use the prophetic gift or anything to accelerate yourself and receive the blessing. The blessing, anything. This is why some Christians have a break, breakthrough and then days of dry season and then one breakthrough. That's not God's plan. His masses are new every morning. His loving kindness and when you experience the blessing of God and it ceases, that blessing has been misapplied. Or the very reason for the blessing was never known, so you mismanage it. Mismanagement does not necessarily mean that you are doing something wrong. It means that if why God gave you that thing, you did not use it for that purpose. It is true. Glory to God. One of the stories that I would never be able to get away from. I think I mentioned the name. I can't remember the man's name. I mentioned the name that time. I was looking at it. it was sharing in America. The people in the church could not take the message. When he told them how messed up this guy's life was, he said, Ghanaian. When he was preaching the message in America, how the mother, four engineers and three doctors, the mother siblings, all of them died in one year. Seven of them in one year. So the mom became, I mean, she lost it. And then because of that, she had to become a prostitute. She had nothing left. And this guy was about two or so then. And he would sit down till he got to five, six years old. He would be there like this, watching three, four men having sex, sleeping with the mom together. And they would enjoy her and they would be the one cleaning her up. What is terrible sight for somebody to behold? And this thing just went on. When he got to school, he became so sick and he was left in the garage to die there. Everything about him was just upside down. The man that offered to help, a German man in Ghana, who took them in as mate, both himself and the mom, will leave his wife in the night and will come and rape and he will beat the mom to stupor after raping her that don't tell anybody. And right before the boy. This were the things he was saying from a two to a now until he couldn't take it anymore. He just ran away from the house. That mom, if you die, you die. If I die, I die. Let's just separate. I cannot continue to be on this. See, every story. There was another wealthy woman in Ghana who never had a child. And as she was praying, she saw him one day at the garage and the Lord led her to say that that is the boy I want to take care of. Led him to Christ. Led him to school. Made his life. And then she became sick and she was dying. When he came to see her in the hospital, he wanted to be said, don't pray. I have fulfilled my assignment. He said, I just saw Jesus minutes ago and he said that, I will not rate you by any other thing that you took care of this boy alone as any you are the crowns in heaven. Come home and rest. You see, working with God is deep. Purpose. What about if that woman turned away? I told you, the Bible says that Cyrus... No king could fight Cyrus because there was a prophecy that he must overcome everybody. Isaiah for but the Bible talks about the reason for him conquering everybody so that he will become world power. Not for himself, so that he will have authority to ask Israel to go back to their land. If he became world power and he was marrying wives and he left Israel captives in captivity, he would have failed. And when you fail like that, the, uh, uh, the bantu is taken away. It is true. Enjoying your car 
is one of the reasons for the car. But there is a deeper reason. Paying your bills is one of the reasons for the job, no doubt about that, but there is a deeper reason. When the kingdom is understood, the blessing multiplies. As soon as Anna gave Samuel back to the Lord, she had five more children, 1 Samuel chapter 2. So Samuel was not the only child. Just that, God is extremely generous. But many times, our purposes are wrong. They don't align. And they make things difficult. It is true. When he blesses, he blesses for a reason. Then the king was greatly troubled and his countenance was changing him and his lord were astonished. Next verse. Now the queen, by the words of the king, came to the banquet and said, Okay, live forever. Let not thy thought trouble thee, nor let thy countenance be changed. There is a man in your kingdom, in whom is the spirit of the holy gods. She, she didn't know the God of heaven, she said, Holy gods. And in the days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods, was found in him. Your father made him master of magicians. What a title! Astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers. Daniel was called master of soothsayers. His own soothsayer was at another level. That the king said that, no, no, this is not from this realm. And then, I want to show you something. He said, let Daniel be called. He will show you. But he said, for as much as excellent spirit of knowledge and understanding. What's the next word there? Say it loud. Do you know, I see this gift coming on many of you. It does not mean you will see that people and say, you dreamt that you saw white, seven white clothes. Ah, seven. It should have been five. No. <laughs> Dreams of kings. That one might be part of it, but the greater part. Dreams of a nation. Hi. Can I prophesy to somebody? It is not the same you that will return to office tomorrow. Amen. Nobody here. You can be dealt with the office because of persecution, but nobody will be served for mediocrity. It's forbidding our beasts. Because the wisdom of God is mightily at work in you. So you become somebody that you are indispensable in your office. Shout a living amen. amen. This is the queen talking about Daniel. He said that guy has excellent spirit of wisdom and of knowledge. He said interpretation of dreams. He said so your father made him master of magicians. That there was no dream. And when Daniel was caught, truly they were not disappointed. And said, this is the meaning. Now, he said, the astrologers cannot tell you. Because this came from God. There are events in the world created by the devil. But there are events in the world also created by God. You see, the pharaohs of this world, the Nebuchadnezzar of this world, when they have issues, usually they have wealth. When they have issues, they consult the astrologers. It's in their nature. But God at times steps up the game. Something beyond their astrologers. This is why, honestly speaking, you know, every day when I think about this, I pray for forgiveness of several brethren. Prosperity can deceive when it is not rooted in God. Maybe some are listening to me right now. From my days in the of Ibadan until now, we have many of our colleagues who have traveled down. As long as they landed in America or UK like this, total disdain for Nigeria and the church. I say without apology, they will not last. They will realize later that it's a grave mistake. Some of them, even the errors in the church, God wants to use them to, but they turn away and then stop with, I don't know those things, I don't know that they understand. Brethren that we used to pray at the back of chapel in UI together, 
Prosperity has come in now. Now they know better. So they explain everything now. You see, I, I don't do church. You know, I believe in job. I just don't do church. Silly statements. God did not create the body of Christ like that. I see a lot of this. You know, someone, sometimes I, when somebody, when I hear them, I start remembering how we used to pray together in school. The kind of humility they had, they what happened. And sincerely, I'm not criticizing them, but I'm calling them to say, look, it could have happened to any other person because actually success can deceive. When everything seems to be going on fine with you, your real self comes out. And the system of this world has a way of making it look like you are getting on, you are getting by with it for a long time. You see anything you want to say? That's not so. Even some get rude to their parents. And for years, everything is fine. You want to control and talk anyhow because things are fine. What you never said when you were in school, the reverence you had for God, now it's no more there. So God is optional. I have many friends that will pray together in school. Now they take it. And they will explain it out to say, God is just against me. I say, I'm not about to debate with you the theology of whether it's right or wrong. For whatever reason, you were not doing this before. Why are you doing it now? It is called deceitfulness of riches. So it's not a question of, oh, is it wrong when you take a little or That's not what we are looking at. What we are looking at is that what's your foundation like this? Were you like this before? So what happened? Four or five cars now. And now, so now you know you're a big boy. Even everyone is testifying that I leave him when he's a big boy. Are you following me? Because this is what I see, and it grieves me. Some of them I'm still very close, but I look at them and just like, boy, you were not like this before. You were not like this before. Interpreting dreams, showing of heart sentences, this revelation. Is coming on you. Amen. Because you have the Holy Spirit. Amen. You look at what to do. You know, like I said, at times it will be something unusual. At times it will be something normal. But because it's coming from you, it will be turned. They were going to construct a building. And they found that there was a mistake. And needed a bulldozer to enter to correct something. But the bulldozer could not enter through the wall. And the building said that if they should break a part of it, it might affect the other part. Julius Badger and all the white, they were stranded. And Bishop Oedeko came. He was there. And he too was convinced where he stood there. And he just turned back as he was going. He just came and he said, ah, get something that can drag the tractor. Deflate all the four tires. Drag it in. Inflate the tire again. Do the work. Deflate and bring it up. You know, all the white said that. How come that never crossed our mind? I told you before. A child bought a set of equipment in the battle. Many of some of us that went to you, I remember the story. And then on a Sunday morning like this, after setting up, the thing just refused to work. And I think it came from the members. And nobody knew. They got everybody all through the week. They couldn't fix it. So he told about a white man in the battle. And the man said, No problem. He said, Tell me, explain to me what you saw, how it was sounding, what happened. They told him. And he kept saying that it is, and then he said, I'm going to get, collect two million. They said, no problem. We bought this thing for over 100 million. When they, as we were leaving this, I said, 2 million. I said, oh, God, we have heard now. It's not a problem. Let's just go and fix this thing. When they entered the car, I said, 2 million. <laughs> he said, I know Nigerians. I'm telling you, 2 million. They moved. When they got to the compass, as soon as they entered the church, he stood again and said, tell your pastor, 2 
<laughs> million. You understand why he was doing that later? When he entered the church, he looked at the equipment, he looked at the pastor, all of them, so he said, two million. Non-negotiable. They said, oh, yeah, we will that just fix it, we'll give you two million. He just went to the source and touched something and said, put it on. And they put it on. And so the pastor were like, ah. Uh, uh. <laughs> that was when that state, that was, it was from that, so that's this thing that came. I said, so they, they all said, I said, you are charging two million for just touching something. He said, actually, you are right. He said, just 10,000 for touching. But 1.9 for knowing what to touch. He said, because you have brought others. They didn't know what to touch. He said, so don't, don't trivialize my understanding of knowing what to touch. Because if I didn't do that for you, the next one, you might have to ship him back, ship back the old equipment, and that will cost you more. He said, so for knowing what to touch, took me a lot in school. You know, great professionals, they make complicated things simple. A good teacher will take a very difficult topic and break it down. Everybody will understand. A bad lecturer, <laughs> and we had many of them in UI, will take a, a simple topic and make your life miserable with it. By the time it's, it's true, nobody understands anything again. So it depends on God to pass. Are you going to get this book? You understand? And some of them, the glory in it, then they start abusing all of you. you don't, so you don't know what I'm teaching you. When all students don't know what you are teaching, all of them cannot be dummy. Something is wrong with you. The teacher admits. They say, people pass SSE before coming to university. Now they cannot understand what you are teaching. So, generation where, boom, boom, boom. Is somebody with me? Let me stop here today. I see the anointing now. You pray on your seat where you are. <coughs> Just pray on your seat. When we come to church, we can receive. This is where I want to end this method. Thank you, Jesus. You have your company. Beyond business or no business, you have issues in your life. A revelation of why. Lord, why? Interpretation. Why? Why is this going on? Everybody pray for the spirit of revelation right now. Ephesians 1, 17. That the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. Even though you are sitting now, please pray with a grace. Pray very well. The Bible said the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man. Not just the prayer of a righteous man. I want to give us like three, four minutes to pray. Everybody. Pray for spirit of revelation. If Daniel had it, you can have it. Understanding of times and seasons. That I know the seasons of my life by the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Do we have people praying here? Shut your eyes, forget about every other person and pray. Let light shine from within. Let understanding rise by the power of the Holy Spirit. Let it not be the same person that returns to the house 
No. Let me enter my family next time I see members of my family. Let me have an understanding. The real assignment of my family. Where we have deviated. What is going on? Let me understand. What went wrong? Why five years after school I'm here to get a job? Why am I not married yet? I pray for the spirit of revelation. Because with revelation I don't only receive. I also help others to receive. Lord, open my eyes. If you don't know what to say, cry from your heart. Lord, open my eyes. Pray to see. Open my eyes to see. Why am I here? Why am I here? Why am I here? Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I will still pray. While we are still in the attitude of prayer, may you be able to see into the realms of the spirits. The sick will be healed by you. Whatever you bless is blessed. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. So the anointing of the Father comes upon you right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. The anointing of Christ comes upon you right now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus. I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.